the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. It's a Wednesday on Bob Bernie Live, and I welcome you to the program. Here's my telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. You don't have to listen to this program very long to realize that there are some basic concepts, precepts that I constantly emphasize on this program. One of them is the devil lives in the extremes. I really do believe that. If the devil, and yes, I do believe in a real devil, if the devil can get us as Christians to go from one extreme to the other, almost any topic, almost any subject, almost any doctrine, if the devil can get us to go to one extreme or the other, and I don't care what you're talking about, you can find the extreme. If the devil can get us to go to one extreme or the other, to the left, to the right, liberal, conservative, if the devil can get us to go from one extreme to another, he wins. You can kind of summarize it by saying the extreme of legalism on one hand, the extreme of license on the other. Somewhere in the middle is Christian liberty. All right? The extreme of legalism says God judges you almost completely by your actions, what you do. There are a set of do's and don'ts that you have to keep in order for God to love you, in order for God to please you. And if you will keep these rules and regulations, God will love you more and you will become holy. That is a lie out of the pit of hell. Now, God has called us to holiness. He has. But we strive to be holy because God loves us. We don't become holy holy in order to get God to love us. So there's all the rules and regulations. And hey, I could write a book, and maybe someday I should. I could write a book on legalism because I was raised in it. Wonderful, godly people who loved God, but, well, they were legalistic. My church had a whole list of rules and regulations that you had to do. There are things you could do. There are things that you couldn't do. And if you kept all of those things, then you are considered holy and spiritual. Now, you could be as carnal as the day is long. You could be selfish. You could be bitter. You could be angry. But if you kept all of the external rules and regulations, everybody thought you were holy. That's legalism. You do not become holy Once you receive Jesus Christ as Savior, you are declared to be holy, 
And then you strive to live out that holiness in the world around you. Now, the extreme of that is license. License is an extreme of grace. Because we're saved by grace, God really doesn't care what you do, what you say, where you go, how you dress, the music that you listen to, the movies that you watch, the TV programs that you watch, the Internet sites that you see. God really doesn't care because, after all, you are saved by grace. Well, that is an extreme straight out of the pit of hell. God does care about what we say. The Bible says, don't let any corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. There are places we should not go, things we should not say, things that we should not see, things we should not listen to. Not in order to become holy, but because we are holy and we do want to please God. So we have legalism on one hand, license on the other. For most of my life, the evangelical community has leaned toward legalism. For most of my life, the evangelical community has leaned in the direction of legalism. No more. No, 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 no more. There has been a unique paradigm shift, and now the evangelical community is leaning toward license. That's the way we're leaning. We really are. Legalism is destructive. Destroys everything it touches. License is destructive. Destroys everything it touches. Now, do I have a reason for going through that little rant? Yeah, I do. And no, it's not about alcohol. Although you and I have discussed that whole thing of social drinking and alcohol and so forth, and the evangelical community used to lean towards legalism Oh, no, 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 no. We are now leaning way in the direction of license on the <clears throat> on the topic of alcohol. I'm not going to get into that. No. Gambling. Gambling. For years, actually for centuries, Bible-believing Christians have been absolutely, completely clear on their views concerning gambling. It's bad, it's wrong, it's wicked, it's evil. It destroys families, it will destroy a culture. It is wrong. And the Bible-believing evangelical community, although the word evangelical was not used until recently, but the Bible-believing community, whatever they were called at that particular time in history, spoke with one voice. We are opposed to gambling. Boy, has that changed. Oh, my goodness, has that changed. Now, for many evangelical Christians, and by the way, who love God? I am not questioning their love for God. I am questioning their discernment. Oh, yeah, without a doubt, I am questioning their discernment. But many Evangelical Christians see nothing wrong with gambling, and there are many Bible-believing 
Christ-loving Christians who are absolutely thrilled that sports betting is coming to Ohio. Our uh, conservative governor is supporting strongly sports betting. Many Republicans down at the state house in Columbus are all over this thing of yeah we need yeah we're gonna we're gonna bring money into the remember all the arguments when they tried to get the casino gambling here in Ohio all of the educational problems will be gone if we can just get some casinos here in Ohio yeah how has that worked out have we seen any improvement in education in Ohio at all since gambling was Made legal here in Ohio? Of course not. Have we seen more people addicted? Uh, yes, we have. Have we seen more families destroyed? Oh, yes, we have. Have we seen more marriages destroyed because of gambling since casino gambling came to Ohio? Oh, yes, we have. Will you just wait until sports gambling begins to take hold here in Ohio? Oh, Bob, you're such a fuddy-duddy. Hey, I will wear that tag proudly when it comes to gambling. And no, it is not legalism. I'll give you my reasons. That's so important that you hear my reasons. If you disagree with me, fine. But listen, please. And by the way, I have an ally in this, Al Mohler president down at Southern Seminary just wrote a very thought-provoking, straightforward editorial on this topic. I'll quote him, and I'll give you my reasoning on it to help you discern when we return. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome again to Bob Bernie Live. I rarely find myself in disagreement with Al Mohler, president of Southern Seminary. And in this case, I certainly don't either. No, I agree with him completely. He has written an excellent, pardon me, an excellent editorial on the changing attitude among Christians concerning gambling. Listen to this. The president of Southern Baptist Theological Seminary in Louisville, Kentucky, made comments this week after Christianity Today noted that many believers no longer see gambling, especially sports betting, as a vice. Only 36% of Christians in a LifeWay research survey said betting on sports is morally wrong. 36%. So nearly three-fourths, not quite three-fourths, of people who identify themselves as born-again Christians see any problem at all with sports betting. That is a dramatic change from just a few years ago. Here is part of what Al Mohler says in this exceptional editorial. Evangelical Christianity has been very energetically opposed to gambling as a gross moral ill, he said. 
But you wouldn't know that looking at many evangelicals today who think it's a non-issue. Or they would define it as a victimless crime. Or they would simply misunderstand gambling and misunderstand the economy and make ridiculous comparisons such as arguing that gambling on a football game is about the same as buying a stock on the stock market. Gambling is problematic in a biblical worldview because the Bible's understanding of appropriate God-honoring economic activity is about thrift. It is about the connection between labor and its reward. It is about the appropriateness of the worker receiving wages. It's about the dignity of work and the rightfulness of work being connected to reward. It's also about the rightfulness of intelligent and morally rightful investment and investment also coming with reward. There are encouragements to frugality in Scripture. There are warnings against, of course, greed and grift and graft. There are very clear biblical teachings about the goodness of investment, even Jesus and the parable of the talents. And then he goes on and makes some other excellent points. Now, let me deal with something he says. Many Christians, and I've heard this argument for years, well, if you're against gambling, then you better be against the stock market because if you invest in the stock market, you are gambling. You could lose a lot of money on the stock market just like you could lose on a bet. Folks, That is an absolutely ignorant argument. And if you've been using that argument and you're offended by what I just said, I am sorry, but it is an ignorant, uninformed argument. There is no comparison whatsoever between the stock market and gambling. Are there some similarities? Yes. Yes. Is there risk in the stock market? Of course. But here's the bottom line, all right? I want you to think about this. The stock market is completely dependent upon winning. The overwhelming majority of people who invest in the stock market in time win. The stock market has continued to rise, 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 rise. Take a look at where the stock market indices were 30 years ago, and then look at where they are today. Are there times when there were setbacks? Yes. Were there crashes? Yes. But they were all temporary because the stock market is completely dependent upon winning. If the majority of people for a majority of time who invest in the stock market lost, the stock market would go out of existence in a heartbeat, right? What if for the next year, the stock market did nothing but lose? It would would go out of existence. So the stock market, for its success, for its continuation, is completely dependent upon winning. Gambling is completely and totally dependent upon losing. Gambling cannot continue unless the overwhelming majority of people who are involved lose. 
Think about it. What would happen to gambling if the overwhelming majority of people actually began to win? Gambling would go out of business. Casinos would go out of business. Casinos, now they advertise how much money they pay out. Uh, In Tampa, Florida, uh, when we were on vacation, we passed the uh, Hard Rock Casino here in Tampa. And they advertise on billboards all over Tampa. They paid out over a billion dollars last year in winnings. They didn't report the losing. Well, obviously not, but I know this. Whatever they paid out in winnings, they probably took in at least twice that amount from people who lost. Gambling is completely dependent upon losing and losers. It's true. Gambling is dependent upon losing. And therefore, they are dependent upon losers. Far, far, far more people lose than win. And it's so incredibly deceptive. Well, I'm going to win. I'm going to win. I'm going to win. Uh-huh. Right. You know, there's the big super lotto nationwide uh, lottery that goes up to a half billion, three quarters of a billion dollars. And then, of course, they advertise that one or two winners and they they won $200 million. Well, almost everybody else lost. Yes, the Christian community for centuries has been in agreement. This is morally wrong. It is morally evil. And it is a biblical issue that we're seeing the evangelical Christian community move quickly into the other direction. And I think that's very, very dangerous and very destructive. Don't be a part of it. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.